You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thank you for listening. Today we have Janine Allen, who is the trainer for RescueMeDog.org. As a trainer, she helps shelter staff and volunteers in how to improve dog behavior and increase the animal's adoptability. She works with dogs at shelters throughout Southern California, but this time she's going to tell us about a four-year-old male dog named Pepper who's at the Humane Society of the Desert Orphan Pet Oasis in Palm Springs, California. Anyway, we will be right back with Janine after these messages. Take Me Home, we'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick dog boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A B O N E dash to dash p-i-c-k dot com pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick a-b-o-n-e dash t-o dash p-i-c-k dot com get 10% off with coupon code petlife having a rough day longing for the dog days of summer think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life well 
find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Janine from RescueMeDog.org about a dog named Pepper who is at the Humane Society of the Desert Orphan Pet Oasis. So thank you for joining me, Janine. Thanks, Susan. My pleasure. So let's get right into it. And tell me a little bit about Pepper. Well, Pepper is a Rottweiler mix that mostly looks like a Rottweiler. And um, he's a three-legged dog. (laughs) That's his most defining characteristic, I would say. It is. Um, That he gets around just fine, as most people know, especially when the rear leg has been amputated. um, It's fairly easy on a dog, say, compared to a a front leg. But um, he had a not a very good past, was found tied up to a pole at a junkyard, and somebody called in um, to the Humane Society and reported that this dog had an, it was dragging its leg around and tied up to a pole, and could the Humane Society please help? Wow. So back he came to the shelter with this leg. He was just dragging it around. It had been broken. It was uh, had nerve injury. There was no, going to be no recovery. There was open wounds on it, and so he had a surgery to remove the leg. So did the shelter pay for the surgery and, and take him in at that point? Absolutely. And he has been there for three years. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> three years? So he's kind of like the the mascot, right? He is, but he'd cer- he certainly would like to hand that over to somebody else. Yeah, really. Go, go Pass the baton. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, well, that's kind of an amazing story. So he's literally a junkyard dog? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did they have any idea, like, what happened to his leg that caused the injury? No, no, no idea. Wow. But you know what? He's over it. He is so happy. He's running <laughs> around on three legs. He's, like I say, ready to move on and, and be somebody's great pet. Yeah, it's amazing how these dogs, I mean, they just, they kind of don't hold on to the past in a lot of cases. I mean, everyone talks about the, you know, the shelter dog that's been abused and is shy and weird and whatever, but that's frequently not the case, even dogs that have had really serious trauma in their past. Yes, this isn't, isn't the first one I had to deal with, and I've worked with others that have known real abuse. And this one, it could have just been neglected, um, whereas I've known actual abuse cases, and they do recover. And I would say, especially after three years, if anybody had any qualms about getting a shelter dog, 
he's recovered because it's been a long time. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> yeah, I know one of my dogs was actually found with her feet frozen into the ice, and oh, yeah. she was, you know, kind of a that kind of messes up your head, and and yet you know with with a good home and training and socialization and everything else, she is like the happiest dog you're ever going to see. And I'm sometimes a little too happy. You know, she's got that retriever exuberance thing that, (laughs) (laughs) you know. Um, But uh, it sounds like uh, Pepper has equally recovered and uh, has bounced back. So what's his personality like sort of beyond happy? Um, He uh, enjoys being around children. He's had exposures to children. And... um he does know how to sit and to walk nicely on a leash. He enjoys water. Oh, really? So, yes, he, he has one of those kiddie pools in his run, and he likes to bounce around in there. So those are some of his... Well, of course, he lives in the desert, so most dogs like to get in the water. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but, um, he also likes bubble baths. When he's getting bathed, he does enjoy the bubbles. So, oh, really? Um, Aww. That's kind of unusual. He's, he's about 70 pounds, so I don't know if you want to invite him into your own bubble bath. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is he? I mean, is he like a kind of a stocky 70 pounds, or is he is he a fairly, I mean, is he about the size of a standard Rottweiler, or is he smaller and chunkier? He, yeah, he is about the standard size. His bone structure might be a little bit lighter um, than some of the real stocky mm-hmm. rotties that you see out there, but um, his head might be a little more narrow, and, and his ears are set a little higher, but he is about Rottweiler size. Yeah, that's... Like, like a female, size of a female Rottweiler. Oh, okay, because he kind of, he did look a little bit more, I don't know, aerodynamic in the picture than yeah, uh, than, yeah, than your so standard Rottweiler. <laughs> you're right, he is aerodynamic, that's a good word. Yeah, sleek. Well, and, and at the Humane Society, they like to keep them at a nice, decent, thin weight, uh-huh. healthy weight, as opposed to a chunkier weight. Yeah, that's definitely better for them. I actually saw that there's some kind of appetite suppressant for dogs. That just weirds me out. Oh, uh, that it's pathetic that we've come to that. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, is this for real? I thought it was a fake ad. <laughs> I thought too. And I just thought, how silly is this? I know. Little exercise, little less food. I know. And there are a few people that could benefit from that, but, uh, yeah, we won't go there. I like to call that the dog pound diet. Go walk dogs at the dog pound. And yeah. I like that. I've done that. Yeah. It, it's good for you. Yeah, I have my, my dogs uh, keep me on my personal diet. And uh, so, so anyway, um, we will be right back with Janine and Pepper after these messages from our sponsors. Take Me Home, we'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Greetings, human. What planet am 
Maya. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatonic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Janine Allen, who is the trainer for RescueMeDog.org. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and we're talking about Pepper. So, Janine, if you were to describe the perfect home for Pepper, what would it be like? Well, I think Pepper, of course, all dogs would like to be indoors. I think he'd be a great indoor and outdoor dog and would like some outdoor activity, like a a daily walk. Even though he has three legs, he still needs his exercise. And it would be okay for him to be in a home with children, but I'm certain he'd be happy with a single person or people without children. Of course, a dog that's 70 pounds has strength, so I wouldn't think he'd want to be uh, with somebody who doesn't have a lot of strength. Even though he walks nice on a leash, you still want to be able to control a dog in whatever situation you may end up in. Yeah. Um, Um, So is he good with cats and other dogs? He's great with other dogs. He's have had lots of playtime in the big play areas with the other dogs. At Orphan Pet Oasis, there isn't a lot of opportunity for them to have access to cats. But I will say this. He does go on a desert walk every morning out in the desert, and there are rabbits running around, and he's not lunging at the leash to get after the rabbits. So if that's that's a yeah. That's a fairly decent indicator, I think, of you know whether or not he's got a really strong prey drive. So you say that the the person who should be relatively in fairly decent shape, since he's a seventy pound dog. Um, what other qualities would you like to see in in an owner for Pepper who would be you know does does he have any special um, you know, do you do you need a person with dog owning experience, or is he kind of you know like they say an easy keeper, 
kind of easy to train? What kind of range are we looking at? <laughs> I think he would be okay um, with a person who doesn't have that much experience, although I'd still suggest that person go through um, a dog obedience class with the dog. But uh, an experienced person might not need to go through an obedience class if they know a little bit about doing some training. Mm-hmm. So, because um, he, he does, any dog that's been sitting in a shelter, even if they have these particular dogs at this facility, have decent-sized enclosures and get to go for a walk every day, um, obviously it, the moving them into a household and having to figure out house rules and jumping and various, not getting things off the counter, a person's going to have to know a little bit about that before just throwing them in their house and hoping he does well. Yeah, for so sure. I, w- I probably would say that about any sh- shelter dog, if they, especially this guy who's been there for three years. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying he's cage crazy or anything. It's, he's just going to have to learn how to be indoors and what the boundaries are. Well, I think that also, you know, dogs are such amazing creatures of routine that he needs to just sort of learn what the new owner's routine is. I mean, even just, you know, if I take my dogs to the boarding kennel, they they latch on to the fact that there's a different routine at the boarding kennel than there is at home. And, you know, and then, and but once they're there, it's like, oh, okay, we're doing this. And they're just, as long as they know, okay, you know, 3 p.m. might be walkie time. Then they <laughs> then they start to get into the groove and uh, and things are fine. But people, I think, do have to accept the fact that it's it's a big change. I mean, you're kind of you're giving them a whole new home and world and routine and everything else. Yeah. So now I usually recommend for people taking home a shelter dog, especially if they've lived in the shelter for a while, that it's really an, a good idea to have um, a kennel or crate or some safe place for the dog to go and that keeps your home safe when you're not Mm -hmm. around and makes the dog feel safe in a given situation. He has one little area that he knows is his. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think crate training, like everything else, can be misused, but on the other hand, I think it's an incredible tool. I mean, I know I used crate training to housebreak all my dogs, one of whom was a particular problem child, and it was, you know, she still loves her crate, so it's not it's not necessarily a, a bad thing. I know that some people kind of are like, oh, I don't want to lock him up in a box. And right. <laughs> I, I found great, great uses for it. I um, travel with my dog, so I need to have the crates for that as well. I just use the collapsible mesh-type crates. But mm-hmm. when it's like right now, the puppy that gets pretty hot and he's uncomfortable compared to the other dogs, They're, they don't, they don't mind the temperature range here in the desert, but I like to put a frozen towel down in his crate and have him lay on it, and then it forces him to stay in the cool area and to cool down. So there's one way that it can be used. Or if you have a dog that doesn't eat very well and you don't want other dogs to get to their food, then you can put him in the crate and there's and there, nobody's competing for food that way. Mm-hmm. Or I have my joke where I tell people sometimes I put the dogs in the crate to keep them safe from me. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I come home and I've found like I left something out and it got chewed, it's like you guys better go to your crate and let me calm down. <laughs> yeah, we we have the go to your bed command for that. It's like you know where you need to go, and and they're like, uh oh, <laughs> scatter. <laughs> yeah. You guys just 
better go there, and, and you'll be safe from me. <laughs> yeah, really. I know. And also, it's great. You know, if you're, no one ever expects their dog to end up having a lengthy stay in the vet clinic, but it can happen. Mm-hmm. And if your dog is already comfortable with the crate, I've, I've taken my dogs in the back and just have them walk into their kennels, and they go, oh, okay, I'm kenneling up, and they walk right in. And exactly. And it's so much easier for vet staff or grooming staff or um, also for emergency preparedness. It's nice to have them crate trained. Oh, I know. Yeah, actually, I can. I worked as a vet tech for a while, and I can attest that that is a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. I've had so many compliments by the vet staff. They're just all, wow, he just walks right in. And I said, that's the value of great training. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to Pepper, which is oh, who we're talking Pepper. about, but yeah. uh, so Pepper, who probably is not crate trained, but should, but could be, does he have any types of quirks or habits that a new owner should know about? Well, all I would say is because he likes water, he might want to pull you into puddles. <laughs> so that would just be something to be aware of if you're walking near a puddle or a pond at the park or wherever you happen to be walking him. If you don't want him going in the water, then just be aware of that and, and work a little bit more on his leash training around those areas. Well, that's another thing where, again, taking him to an obedience class is is a hugely important way to have him bond with you so that he will be following you and not necessarily the, the puddles. Right. <laughs> Wait, you know, you're supposed to be walking with the human that you're attached to. But, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So he doesn't sound like he has really any bad habits at all. I mean, that, if that's the worst thing you can come up with, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is about the worst thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's cool. We're just about out of time, and I'd like to thank our guests and our producers for making this show possible. For more information about Pepper, you can check him out at the orphanpet.com site, and if you go to the list of adoptable dogs, you'll find him in the link. You scroll down to the peas, and you'll find Pepper. And if you are involved in rescue, Check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you would like to feature your pets on Take Me Home, just click the contact link on the site to get in touch with us. Transcripts of this show or any other show on the Pet Life Radio Network are available at PetLifeRadio.com. Just click the Take Me Home link. If you have any questions or comments about this show, please email me at susand at petliferadio.com. So until next time, thank you, Janine. And if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster. Your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.